good evening. Happy Mother's Day. I am the host here at Just Getting Started, and I want to tell you, not only is today a special day, but today we are going to bust through the boundaries of the day. Often, we don't talk about what I'm going to talk about today because it hurts, and there's a lot of different pieces to it. But it's necessary to talk about because how many of you know that in order for you to grow, you have to let go? There are so many women in this world, in the nations, that have miscarried a child, who have carried a child and there's been a... um, complications, especially in the African-American woman, when we are trying, or even, um, I just read a story earlier, there are things, there's complications, there's doctors that, you know, there's things that are missed, and so today we want to talk about you, it's not a sad thing, you know, um, I thank God for all of you, including myself. Today, we want to celebrate and honor the mothers who've miscarried because we honestly know and in our, in our heart, you are a mother. Your mother instincts, even for those like myself, I grew up with a mother, but she was not a mother. She was more like a, a friend. And I became more of the adult child seems like it in cases but point being said here's what I want to talk to you about in the middle of the miscarriage I had I want to be able to share my story with you and my, my, my goal and excuse me for stuttering my goal is to encourage you after this is to stop holding in what happened uh I'm not saying you go run and tell anybody. I'm saying you take the time out to listen to what God is asking you. And in order for you to release this, it's got to be a peace. It's got to be God with you. It's got to be, you know, if you're with your significant other, it's got to be, it's got to get there to the point where you're like, I'm ready to get rid of who I am in this idea, in this thought process, in this functioning and the fear of it and the the prolonging of it, the thinking of it, all of those things, the roller coaster. I'm ready to get rid of all of those things. You don't have to use the words try again. You don't have to use anything. You just have to say, I'm ready to get rid of that. You want to become a better you. You cannot have that fear of thinking the what's and if's after something like that happens and I want to give you I have I have reasons I have bible for you I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna let the Lord use me this morning because my story actually was a couple years ago and I was very silent about it and I didn't tell anybody I didn't do anything I I I learned to immediately blame myself let's be honest here right I I didn't blame it on a doctor. I didn't blame it on prenatals or anything like that. I blamed it on me. 
and I held it in and I, and I realized the anger and the frustration of not knowing what preparation should have been done, what I should have been exposed to, all of the things that I could have known after the point. I was frustrated that I felt that I was in control of that and I didn't take advantage of it. That's the first stage, I believe, that many of us may go through. The second stage is blaming. Blame things, blame people, blame situations, blame obstacles. Some things need to be brought into perspective, especially if there's a factor of the matter, right? You know what I'm saying? Especially if there's complications and it's overlooked and a doctor doesn't have equipment or they doesn't have time or patience. Then there's things that are different there. But when it comes to blaming, you blame your spouse. You could blame him, right? It doesn't have to be a spouse. It has to be a boyfriend, fiance, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whoever he is, you could blame him. Um, you could blame... Um, other people that you had around you you could blame your work if you're working you could blame things as a second stage the last stage is this is accepting the fault to be all yours you take god completely out of it it's not even a godly thing anymore you take all of it and you own it and you you run with it you display it as if it's a biblical event that you, you, you carried and didn't carry life. It's not that you fully understood what has happened yet. Because you can still. And there's nothing wrong with you displaying it. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying when you don't have God in it, it's not, it's, it's, it's a display. It's, and I want to tell you why it's a display. It's a display because... Oftentimes, God is letting us know that we can make things into idols. And I don't want to be, you know, I'm going to be coming here and be real with you. I develop an idolism for my child that I miscarried. Not only did I, but I carried it years after. And I had to come into a place where I had to rebuke me of the fear. But I couldn't get rid of the fear until I get rid of the idol. And as small as it seems to think that, oh, why would you think of this like that? Why would you have to do? Because God said, look, it is not in God's timing. Let's just let's just go ahead and talk about this. There's a thing called God's timing. I don't know if you know about it, but it's the best thing in this world. Time, 24 hours is great, right? People tell you, you got 24 hours in a day. What are you doing with it? That's great. That's motivation. That's to pump you up. That's to get you some, some energy and excitement. But here's the good thing. The best thing is God's timing. God's timing is not 24 hours. It's God's timing. He does what he wants to do in time. And hopefully you're available within the time frame that he wants to use you. Because that's that. what's within your control is 24 hours. What you do is in your control with the 24 hours. But God will exceed 24 hours. So I don't want to go down memory lane and give you memory lane to give you piece by piece. What I want to do is tell you Bible about how I had to eventually get to the point where I was at the worst place of my, my, my life in a moment, just in a moment. And then I went from that to rapid recovery in my mind, to birthing ministry, to coming to a year later in, in the podcast to be speaking about this. And then two years, two years ago was, I, was my miscarriage. Actually three now. 
But here is the story. One day, I just thought something was off. Something was so off because everything in my world was an issue at the time. I was going through so much and it was hard to talk about it. So I kept everything in. So I go to the doctor and I tell them, I don't feel good. But I'm actually trying to go in there to get something. I was trying to get them to tell me to get out of work. But I had an unctioning that said, hey, you're pregnant. But I had been trying and trying. Me and my husband had been trying and nothing. So how could this time, even listen to the mindset, how could this time be that I was pregnant? I was not available to hearing I was pregnant at all. I was closed off to it. I was beginning to say, this isn't for me in my mind not even physically so I'm walking around with something that you cannot see I want you to understand that it was invisible to me but it was it was embraceful to the within me the the real the inside the inner me because I had been practicing it there so much carry with me now listen listen I go they tell me let us check your blood again like let me I already peed right and they found something and let me take your blood I said, okay, well, what the world's going on? I don't know if I got something or whatever, but I don't think so. I get there, and I find out I actually am pregnant. But I have no idea of how long or what. And they hand me this booklet that says, congratulations, mom. And, and I tell you, immediately, the demand of my life just paused. It paused just like they just... Because I had no idea what was the next step. What do I do from here? I don't even know what to respond with. So I took everything. I took the information and I walked out of there. And I was looking like, okay. um, Okay. (laughs) Stories. Or excuse me. Yeah. Later on in the story, um, I tell my spouse, and we're both in shock at the same time, just joyful and terrified, to be honest. Um, Being in active duty, I was working out every day and running three miles, and 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 my body is healthy. But I was an overachiever in many cases, and I wanted to do the uttermost when it comes to my best. And so I pushed myself even harder when I worked out. Plus, it's early in the morning, and so then I had a nerve to work out after work. I want to tell you, I was able to carry my beautiful baby for the time that God gave her to me. Her, him, the baby, God's baby, whether it was my story or your story, it's not all perfect pieces, right? Here's the thing that I really want to talk about. 
letting go and knowing what I knew in that moment, the moment I was told I was pregnant to the moment I was told, hey, actually, there's a there's something wrong in here. How God kept my mind, he kept my mind by letting me know this. This is my child. You are my child. I know what's going to happen here. So I prayed and I asked God, I said, before I go into this doctor's visit, let me know what the answer is so I can prepare myself for both answers. If there's a possibility that there's no baby, if there's a possibility that there is a baby still. When I pray that prayer, my whole demeanor changed. I walked into that room and I sat down. I did the whole procedure. There was nothing. There was no heartbeat. Immediately, my heart was like, paused. What do I do here now? What do I do? And when I tell you God came into that hospital, out of all those people working and all the people that needed and injured and all the stuff, the hospitals, hospitals are for sick people, injured people, pregnant people, as I was. I came in there and he stopped the whole hospital for me. And immediately he took my hand. I couldn't even cry when she said there was no heartbeat. There was immediate immediate comfort from the Holy Spirit on how to respond in this situation. A situation that says, God is here. There is no need to fear this. Did I cry? Yeah, I cried. I didn't cry in that space and in that moment. But I want to let you know that God is real. And when you are in the most difficult type of pain, there is a peace that passes all understanding that God gives through the Holy Spirit, if you're available, if you're able to pray a prayer, if you're able to be low and to let him be high in you. I walked out of that place with my head up high. I was feeling as if something greater was coming. I had no idea what that was. No idea. In the moment of losing, I was thinking and practicing and praying and speaking this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. I had no idea God was going to tell me to do something in the middle of that storm. I had lost a child. Came home. I was on leave and I couldn't do anything. Uh, I was hurting. You know, of course, you pass everything and everything like that. But the reason why I'm telling this story like this is because somebody, in many cases, many I've not gone into the details of what you felt. Go into the go dig through you and find the, those pockets. There was a message in that. I was sitting in there and I was groaning and screaming in the bathroom. Let me be, let me be honest. And I kept screaming, my baby, my baby. And God said, This is not about you. I'm doing something here. This is my baby. And I still, I said, God, but I'm hurting. I hurt. This is my baby. He said, no, you're my baby. You're my baby. It's going to be okay. So I came out of that bathroom, and I still was so broken. So broken. So broken. And I went to sleep. I woke back up. It's the truest story, if I can tell you. I woke back up, and I kept seeing... Or not seeing, but I kept hearing things. I was telling myself I was okay. 
and then I was hearing another thing. I was telling myself one thing, and then I was hearing another thing. And I was getting frustrated with it. So frustrated with it. And I was in silence. My husband asked me, are you okay? Yep, I'm okay. Clearly, you could see that I was not okay. But I didn't want to admit I wasn't okay because I was trying to figure out how do I heal here? How do I, how do I speak about this? And I chose not to. And that's where the ministry began. Because then as I was hurting and the pain began to grow and grow, God sent that same comfort, the, the one that was in the hospital, he sent it again. And I was in my own space, in my own room, in my bed. And just the sweetest day, God let me know that Jesus, I don't want to cry. I'm just trying to tell y'all the story. I don't need to cry because I'm not there. I know that I'm better now. Ooh. He told me something that you see as visible evidence now. I simply heard this. You are edified and equipped to talk to the invisible. And in the invisible, you and you alone will use your voice. In the entire time of my life, my mom was not there. My father was not there. I literally went through foster care. People hurt me. People took advantage of me. And all those things in my life, they took my voice. And so there I was trying to speak again. And I felt tormented by my own thought of me speaking, telling my story. Why me? Well, I want to tell you why. same reason as you every reason you give yourself that you are not you are i didn't feel like i could use words speak talk i could take i could take on um, instructions i could um also you know be a really good listener at sometimes or i had really good ideas you know can make something better but me being a leader there was a lot of confidence that i had to fake to get to where i was at i wasn't really there was pretending when I actually confessed that to myself in the middle of my storm in the middle of miscarrying in the middle of walking through Mother's Day in the same year there was a different type of glow a shine an ownership to know that I am the father's child and that everything that concerns me concerns him and when I'm heartbroken and I'm hurting he understands And so I want to tell you today, no matter what you've been through, you are a mother. Three weeks, two months, six months of full stillbirth, every single obstacle you faced, you're still a mother. And because of that, just like that, we love you, we honor you, you are strong. We pray for your healing. We pray for your speech. We pray that you talk about it to to a safe place, right? God is a safe place. Get in that safe place. Go run in that tower. I want to tell you how we celebrated. Years later, I had to deal with that. 
confidence thing again and I'm still facing some pieces right now but I know in the name of Jesus that I'm going to come out after I give this episode a release we were able to get the ultrasounds together and everything and I said you know what I've been praying about this and I'm ready to let this go I'm ready to go ahead and pray about this one more time and let it go I want to make sure I'm doing it right this time. I'm going to thank God. I want to let this go. God gave me an idea. He said, okay, I want you to release it then. Keep praying about it. You're not releasing it. You keep holding on to things. You're not releasing them in the same area. How can I build you better if you won't release this? So I had a frame. I had pictures. I had everything. So I started taking them down. started taking them out of the frames. And I realized that just because I took them out the frames doesn't mean I'm not thinking about them. So I said, okay, I'm going to put them away. Long story short, it took me about three months to come to this decision. I said, okay, I'm going to get rid of these. I want to release them, but I want to release them to the Lord. I got a set of balloons that were clear. He put the ultrasound pictures in them. We went to our own backyard, our beautiful backyard, and our beautiful big house in our beautiful backyard, and we had a ceremony. We, we prayed to the Lord and said, we know new beginnings is coming. We've got to make room, and we release her back to you. We let go of those balloons, and when I tell you immediate comfort again came, that is my prayer for you, that the immediate comfort comes to you accepting today is your mother's day. Today is the day that you should celebrate you. You have been through so much, even if you have had to make a difficult decision to give an abortion, right? Maybe there's some circumstances where your life has put you and pins you down and you did some things that you didn't really agree with, but it's done now. The decision is over. Love yourself today. You are a mother. Happy Mother's Day, beautiful. You are continuing and always will be a mother. It's a natural instinct, despite everything that you've been through and everything your mother has put you through. I want to thank you for listening to this episode, and my prayer is that you find your release. And in your release, you'll be given a peace that passes all understanding.